A recent Wall Street Journal headline asked a troubling question. Can we keep wearing sweatpants after the lockdown ends? My answer is no. I'm Tom Saunders, and I'm getting through this by wearing normal stiff fabric jeans with buttons, zipper, and a belt, which one woman describes as jeans as prisons for legs. I don't even own sweatpants. And I'm Scott Blakeman in New York, and I'm wearing Old Navy French Terry sweatpants, as I do every day at home. You know, Tommy, the famed designer Karl Lagerfeld once said, quote, sweatpants are a sign of defeat. You lost control of your life, so you bought some sweatpants, unquote. Well, as the Independent of London pointed out, Lagerfeld uh, clearly never had to self-isolate through a pandemic. Uh, well, Tommy, I... Uh, you know, fine. I'm on, on the side of, you know, yes, we are wearing sweatpants now. I don't know if they're wearing it around the world. That's something that our investigative team is on right now, uh, seeing in other countries. But clearly, well, yeah, the, looking into the, these. Yeah. Of, but clearly here in America and, we and, and observing social distancing and wearing a oh, mask yeah. while while uh, checking. Yes. Well, that's why the world. Uh, yes. And, and we have and, only and one person. We, per we country. thank them for their for their investigative service. But go ahead, continue. Oh, yes. But also here, you know, again, the notion of sweatpants is of a very baggy uh, thing that also connotes low IQ. But no, that's not the case. Uh, it was never the case, really. And, and, and again, I never used to own sweatpants either. And maybe I had one that I got and I almost never wore. Uh, but I started uh, noticing, even before all this, actually, I... I uh, I did buy this this pair. I hardly really wore it. And again, as I say, I wear them all the time now. Not only that, but I spent months researching a pair of sweatpants from the Mack Weldon company online. And they were a little pricey, but finally it came down in price and a discount code and all that. And I have not worn it yet, but I have a second pair. Again, they're slim fit. They're fine, soft fabrics. So Wait, not slim fit sweatpants. Oh, yes. Well, that's the thing. Not skinny fit as some jeans are. But no, mine are a slimmer, definitely a slim cut. Those are a slim cut. So it's a fashion statement. And the statement is, I'm home. And let me <laughs> have some happiness uh, while I'm at home. And we're and not obviously, yeah, we're not I, buying I, other shirts and jackets. But that's the one thing that we do wear many months. In fact, I've worn these sweatpants more than probably in in six weeks than I have any other article of clothing Amazing. ever. That, that, uh, that, is, that, that, that is a real utility pair of pants right there. Yes. Uh, uh, and um, I don't think any of my pants, if they could talk, could make the same statement. And I'm not sure if they could talk that they'd even want to talk about stuff like that. They'd probably no, no like not initially. Anything, really. But being yeah. worn like that's, you know, they'd want to talk about like, what's it like not being a pair of pants, you know, stuff like yeah. that. I would well, no I one ever asked, by the way. Yeah, I love that you're bringing that up, Tommy, because no one ever asked what would pants say. And I don't even know what sweatpants would say. Maybe they'd be like, sort of, they'd probably laid back, like, that's cool. Okay, yeah, man, yeah. Keep, keep wearing me. That's great. Yeah. And, and they wouldn't be, yeah, and they'd be really sloppy in how they would express themselves, you know, <laughs> and they would, and they would say ain't. And he don't know, I don't know nothing. I mean, that's well, that would be, again, the old baggy sweatpants <laughs> might have been that, but now the new slim fit. And then, but of the course, for women, it would be quite intelligent. Yeah. And, oh, very intelligent. I'd say Rhodes Scholars. Good grammar. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the biggest difference. As you pointed out, the old sweatpants, baggy, yes, uh, illiterate, gr grammatically flawed. The new <laughs> slim fit sweatpants with, by the way, various soft 
uh, fabrics, very intelligent, on, yeah. on a par with uh, Nobel Prize winners, which we mention in every show. And women, by the way, also these new these yoga pants, all that. I mean, I think uh, it, you, you just not see it in New York City very often. It's more of a yeah, California. yoga pants are the yeah, opposite but, of baggy. Yeah. They're no, completely and 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 yeah, and they're usually worn by Barnard graduates. Well, they were initially distributed to them, uh, <laughs> and, and that was, and then it grew from there. I mean, we could sell this to other women, but uh, I find that one of the greatest things of walking around New York, seeing women in various kinds of yoga pants, and uh, in addition to bookstores and museums. Right. Right. Well, yeah. uh, uh, bookstores and museums. Hi. Yeah, another kind Fond of nostalgic. Thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I want to. I just want to say that it, it it does seem almost like we have to make, uh, just like we have to decide between uh, li lives and the economy, we have to to decide between feeling comfortable by wearing sweatpants, or feeling uh, wearing stiff uh, clothes with with a zipper and a belt. And, and, and then I feel like I'm a somebody, Scotty, like I'm a big shot, you know? <laughs> Regular pants make me feel important, like I'm going places, Scotty. Like I'm a well, man with a future. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. No, and I think we, no one can deny that that feeling. And there'd be some, I'm sure we could find, you know, articles on if people use that term anymore. Like, no, you should get up and get dressed every day as if you are going to work. And then I think that would make you more sad that you don't have a job. You know, I would say when you dress in sweatpants, you like, I couldn't go to work anyway, even if I had a job. But when you're dressed in a crisply pressed suit and you're just sitting at your computer, I would say oh, that would be sadder. That's my own point, Scotty. Yeah. It's almost yeah. Like, Scotty, it's almost like dressing up for your wedding and mm. you're not getting married. Ooh, boy. Well, that's, you know, if we were, and we, if we only did a six minute show, that's where we would end. <laughs> but uh, what if we had to end, if we yeah, just certain no. lines made us have to end the show? Like, that's such an incredible line. You yeah. cannot continue. Sometimes, like normally this is a, a 30 to 33 minute show. But yeah. after a lot, sometimes we'll just say some line that's so, can I use the word trenchant in a podcast? Uh, I believe now you can. Not initially in the early days of podcast you couldn't, but now 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 you can use the yeah. word trenchant, meaning yeah. uh, um, very uh, profound. Uh, why don't you just say profound then? Uh, well, then again, you said you know. Then again, someone who says profound wouldn't have said your line about getting dressed for your wedding and not having someone to marry. Oh, so, but we're going to continue. You, you have though, a because, way of getting right well, to the well. To the, meat of things i was going to say to the heart of things but uh well the, the meat of things is less of now with the short know, of there's the less meat yeah you the may have to wait a week for that hearts. reference i mean yeah I, and i'm not trying to put down eating heart oh listen i i just uh, i do want to while, I, while i'm thinking about this um uh, i believe in a previous uh podcast we i raised the issue of what would be you know because we're talking about well of course um, uh, tattoo parlors would be the first businesses to open in a pandemic, right? Obviously, that's the first yeah. thing you want to rush those open. What would be the last business? And 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 I kind of came up with a lot, lame thing like mosh pits, which isn't really even a business; it's just part of a club. And then I, uh, since then, the researchers have just you know flooded me with data, 
And we found out that the last business to open in a pandemic, this, this will not surprise some people, would be a wet market. And, and uh, yeah. did, did you know that, Scotty? Uh, well, uh, you know, thankfully, that's, you know, not an issue here. But no, uh, well, yeah, Scotty, but- I'm not we don't know. There's no laws against a wet mat market here in the Palisades. Uh, but I would say this, Scotty, it, it, uh, uh, when the wet market opens, for those of you who've been waiting for that to happen, uh, it's still recommended. It will still be recommended to wear a mask and observe social distancing. And if you do buy bats for for eating purposes, to rinse them off first. Oh, yeah. Scotty. Outside, outside or maybe in a, a, a bat area in your house to start you know you have uh, a bat area i mean that's i think you raised a point that i don't think anybody is raised raising is that you should if if you're a bat eating person you know and if you and if and i'm talking obviously about bats from a wet market not frozen you know processed bats yeah uh, but organically you know raised in the wild bats that have been purchased in a tub of sort of bat water, yeah. Rinse off the bat water before. Yeah, because you're tempted to just start eating right away, but uh, take a little time and rinse it off and uh, take that it, extra it, step. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're saying. But you know what, Tommy? I, I know you came suggested to me in, in one of our meetings. Uh, let's maybe touch on this. What do you think of the wet markets topic? And then you know. Some of the other guys have been around for a while. Oh, yeah, right. You know, you, but you fought for it. You got it in on the agenda there. And I really thought of, like most people, wet markets is just these disgusting stands where live animals are hanging and forgetting the spread of disease. But it's just incredibly inhumane and horrible what you do to the animals. But then I went on to read that actually wet markets are very popular all, all throughout Asia and actually only a small percentage of them dabble in these horrific uh, uh, live exotic animals. So and that's, most of them that's are just, we, we yeah, need to, to specify and, that. Yeah. That, uh, so the last business to open might not be a, just a normal wet market, but would be an exotic bat yeah. serving wet market. And, yeah. Any live animal hanging exotic thing. Yeah. Cause they would have, I mean, I hate to say it, it pains me to say it, but in some countries, cats and do- so yeah, all of that not only should be the last to open, but should, be never open again those kind of things but but wet markets in general yeah, are you wait 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 can we just drill down on that scotty yes. i'm not going to ask you to unpack it i'm just going to say let's right go right to drilling down on it yeah you're saying and you're saying this on a national podcast let's let's be clear yeah, about that this is not a podcast just yeah. for local uh, yeah. availability this is yes. a podcast that actually has worldwide uh, wherever there's Reach. a wi-fi yeah, and wherever there's a government that doesn't censor uh, the the internet, this podcast yeah. is available to everyone. And and you're saying on this this very far-reaching platform of information and 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 zany comedy, you're actually saying that you don't think the exotic wet markets should open. So my at, at any point. So my point about this should be the last. The last th- uh, 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 market should be to open should be the exotic wet market. You're saying no, that's not a good point, Tom Saunders. That's that's not going to happen. 
in your perfect world. Is, is that well, what? actually, no, Tommy, what I'm saying is you're exactly right. You said it's the last to reopen. So you don't say the last, you don't give a date for when the last reopen is. So my date is infinity. Oh. So never. So yes, it should be the last to reopen, but oh, oh. that will be after the world because ends in billions of years from now. So, but eventually, yes, it can reopen, but only after billions of years from now. So, so basically, we're t on the same page as they would say at some of your fancier corporate suites, uh, which or C suites, which was, don't exist at the moment. They don't exist anymore. Or they're, they're not occupied currently. They're yeah, they're on they're Zoom in their kitchen. That's right. But, 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 yeah. but Scotty, do, do, let me just say I'm experiencing a, a rare moment of relief because you saved that whole bit that I just did about uh, uh, about the last place to reopen. Otherwise, that would have been a, 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 I believe this, the expression is a, a row of dominoes that would have fallen. And uh, we don't know where that would have ended. Well, tell right, me, it might have we... gone right to the State Department. Well. And again, if this was a subject on some of your talkers on TV or on Zoom, they would have fumbled it and been awkward and they would have probably stopped the show in its tracks. But what I'm saying tonight is we uh, I admire the, it is a hilarious comedy premise and I could have left it there. Let me just say that I could I because my I was on the same page. With you, I thought, yeah, what marked all bad, hilarious, still hilarious. But a part of me, maybe it's from those years of being on Fox News or on conservative networks like Newsmax, let me read a little bit. So I feel all the better thanks to you because now I know more about what Marcus and say uh, quite firmly that the exotic ones with the live animals are horrible, should never reopen. But apparently they use that term, why I don't know, for very nice, just like we do on Broadway where you have guys mm -hmm. selling bananas and fruits and uh, or fresh or the fishmonger. So that's <laughs> the, what they the refer to. My thing, Scotty, if, yeah. if I may say this, um, by the way, fish stores always seem like wet markets by nature anyway. Well, it's slippery. But, but, but what yeah. you're saying, seafood, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but what it sounds to me like you're saying is not just that uh, wet markets are not only not bad uh, by by definition, but you but let's bring them to the United States. Let's we need wet markets here in the United States. Now, that's a kind of shocking headline that you might. Well, that would be on, a clickbait thing. A yeah. Clickbait, uh, on a conservative news site. Uh, right. Comic please for uh, comic slash pundit, please for wet markets to be brought to the U.S. Well, the thing uh, is, we already have them. They're called farmers markets. So, I mean, so we think that it's all. Are they wet? The Are farmers markets wet? Well, no, that's the thing. This expression, it, it, it's probably a bad translation because, you know, again, the horrible ones with the live animals, exotic animals should be banned. But apparently they use it. This is like a common thing. Uh, if you ask anyone who lives in China or anywhere, it refers to the ones that we would walk by in New York and think, oh, that's great and get some fresh produce and this. Uh, and it, like I said, the farmers market. So, it's it, we don't need to bring it here because we already have it. We just call it much better names. So I think it's the marketing thing. Again, no, we call we, 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 we animals like, excuse me, I don't mean to. I'm just off of what you just said. We have the name, the supermarket, the supermarket. Isn't that a better that, that does? You, you're right, Scotty. The, well, the farmers market to, uh, yes. and then farmers market. Right. And and uh, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's a lot about you know, the naming of the thing and the idea of a wet, uh, moist market, that would not be, uh, 
And that could be like a, 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 a sort of a smaller version of the wet market, right? Like a it, well, that a would be a less market. extreme. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a horrible name. And, and then you question, why do they stick with that name? Because, you know, we have the Union Square. They're called the Green Market. And by the way, it's different than the supermarket. That is, which is becoming more and more popular there. That's a whole other thing. But it's more uh, akin to our farmer's markets. No, no, I, I, I realize it's, a, it's different from the supermarket. I'm just yeah. saying, Scotty, that they're different. And this is something, again, um, uh, that, that this is a conversation we need to have. And that is, what are, what are the different types of markets and why are they named uh, uh, what they're named? I don't think we are, as a nation, have really faced up to that question. And I well, don't, that's a, until yeah. now. And now we need to do it because now we have some time. Let's, you know, we always talk about expressions and where they come from, but yeah. certainly wet markets is, is a, it's but, a horrible practice. Well, it, is, it actually is, though. It's very funny. No, but I understand what you're saying. You're, you're, yeah, and you're, I didn't know that until. You're trying to say that we, yeah. in America, we already have wet markets. We just call them something different. And I brought up the whole idea of supermarkets just just off of the, the idea that, wow, some names for markets sound good and some names for markets sound bad. That's true. Yes. And, 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 super, and I think yeah. you might have thought I was taking us off into another rabbit hole and <laughs> uh, and you saved us from going down that rabbit hole. And I and I just wanted to thank you personally. As oh, well, to just generically. Thank you. Well, because rabbit holes are not the fun place you want to go down to that they used people, to be. People know. assume that because Alice in Wonderland had a, had a great trip that you're going to have a great trip. We yeah. every, and, and I think, and some people are going to say, are you going to warn people every show not to go down rabbit holes or not to try to go down a rabbit hole, not to even use that as a, as an analogy, because what if some kid hears that, uh, that cliche and then actually thinks, you know, hey, that's a really good thing. Let's go down a rabbit hole. People say and I can I can picture this, Scotty. I can picture people saying to us, hey, you guys, are you going to warn us every single podcast? And I say to them, what about all the healthcare experts who warn uh, us every single time they go on TV to wash our hands and observe social distancing? They don't mind repeating themselves. Exactly. Should Great point. We- should we should we not repeat ourselves about rabbit holes? I, oh, I, well. I, I'm asking you that. Scott. Well, you it's, said it's it so clearly. Question. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to put you on the spot or, you know. No, you said it so clearly. I mean, no one's ever going to go. All right. Enough with the face mask. Enough with the social distancing. Come on. We know about the Washington's. No, you must say it all the time. But Fox uh, rabbit holes, too. And people will say we heard it before. And then the lawyers, you know, we've got the getting through this legal team uh, there, you know, very uh, what is it called white. Is it called White Shoe Law Firm? Yeah, it, White Shoe Law Which firm. I never understood. And that's a whole other thing. And Tommy, of course, Cece, uh, one of the finest uh, lawyers. Uh, um, that's my wife. Who yes, is yes. Currently um, in India and is safer than I am. And Yes, and, yes. And, well, we speak of her all the time. And why not? Uh, so this no, whole notion of, you remember, like in conversations, people, oh, you said that already. Well, what's wrong with saying things again if they're worth hearing? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Nobody says that to to Fauci when he says, you know, if we just remember to wash our hands and, and yeah, not going to go hurt it. Says, done. Yeah, yeah, we heard you already. Yeah, they yeah, not. been there. Don't say that. No, they could. They could. They well, could do that. Good. Yeah, but no, that we welcome it. And uh, but rabbit holes. Uh, yeah, because we have to say again, don't go down a rabbit hole, really, ever. But especially not during these times, uh, is what we're saying. And so, and for the yeah, and parents. 
let your kids listen to the, to our podcast because we'll warn them not to go down the rabbit hole. That's uh, right. You know, uh, exactly. This we're is there one for them. Show that that takes children and and safety seriously. Oh yeah. One uh, of I'm the not few. saying all all other shows don't do this. I'm just saying this is one show that does. Like when you say this is one show or one something, this is one stuff. I'm one guy who like. Like I'm sort of implying that nobody else is like that, right? It's kind of rude to say it. Yeah. Say uh, not all do though. I've listened to some podcasts, and you could listen to it, and you may have all these, you know, snarky things. No mention of safety uh, to <laughs> children. And I listen. Oh, I don't want to hear, but I and they don't mention. So we, I guess we do it all. I mean, just to put it modestly, yeah. and we uh, we don't do it for us. We're no. not children who need to be warned about this, but we do it for the others. So everything we do, Tommy, and this needs the Nobel Committee needs to hear this and the even the Albert Lasker Prize, which maybe you could share with us about. We uh, do what we do. It's a public service. We're the essential uh, the, the essential workers who stay home. That's what we think. Yeah. Ourselves. But we want to be laugh, think, feel comforted, but also to feel safe. And that's uh, what we do. Yeah, it is what we do on a on a daily basis, and 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 uh, uh, you mentioned the Lasker show, uh, uh, Lasker Award. This is uh, 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 I, I want to just say how I, how that came to my mind t- today. The, the yeah, is that an expression? How something came to my mind? Um, I, I don't know. Anyway, it should be. It should be because it, that brings to mind or it brings to mind. Yeah, yeah that yeah. I know it's an expression. Yeah. I just wanted to tweak it a little bit, and then I started to worry that maybe I, I was confusing and 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 uh, making nonsense words. That's no, you're you blazing know. new trails. <laughs> but I was blazing new trails. <laughs> it's a, there's a thin line between blazing new trails oh, yeah. and and being an idiot. Uh, but my sister, who listens to this show regularly, and she delights when there's some sort of verbal anal- anomaly. She, she, it adds to her enjoyment of this of this program. Uh, well, I call it a program. It's a podcast. And it seems the other day we were talking about uh, offices of the past. If you remember that this was a um, a feature where we were discussing how uh, uh, if we go back to the new, the old normal, uh, we'll get away from from um, open space offices and we go back to, to uh, uh, you know, office floors where everybody has a cubicle. We go back to actual individual offices with, with doors that have tra- transoms, right? Yeah. And I think you mentioned the rotisserie foam. Mm. Uh, I, I missed that, uh, that golden moment. And that was just, it conjured up an image of a phone that's also a cooking device or a phone on a spit being slowly roasted. So many comical images to choose from and i realized scotty that actually in these fraught times the laughter that you well the laughter we create on it that you create on a day uh, just hour by hour minute by minute basis uh, you and i both uh with this um absolutely essential show i wonder if the rotisserie phone just that concept should put you in the front line for the lasker prize now some people would say the Lasker Prize. Don't you mean the Golden Globe or the Nobel Prize we often talk about? Yes. But this is a prize normally given to doctors and researchers who contributed to the medical field, the medical knowledge and the health of the world. How is that possible in your case? Well, five years, five words, Scotty. Laughter is the best medicine. Right? Oh, yes. That. yes. For a while, it was second to streptomycin. I believe yeah. that's... A, 
uh, an antibiotic, but that's been overused mm -hmm. for raising chickens in large facilities. So now it's laughter again, Scotty. Yeah, well, it's so great to, that you say things. A lot of people assumed it always was, but no, there was the dark period where, as you say, these other medications knock laughter off its number one perch. And I'm so glad that yeah. it is there because there's no side negative side effects. That's right. And can you say that about any other medication? I don't think so. No, no. And, and also that the generics uh, are not manufactured in India using Chinese products. So uh, no, it's made in the USA. Suddenly yeah. we have we don't we have an insufficient amount of laughter because India is and China are hoarding all the laughs. No, that's no. not happening. Never, never has and never will. Uh, we have all the laughter we need here in the United States and we keep building that every day we're doing that's what we're doing right now we're equivalent we're supplying ppe we're supplying ventilators in a different way because by can, all those who provide laughter it's the best medicine so uh, some of it's in the federal stockpile as we speak but a lot of it's well that's that's a jared kushner is claiming <laughs> that the all the that that that's the government the federal government's laughs it's not the state government it's only laughter. for them well, it's this, only for them. Yeah. Well, this comes and from this. The, yeah. You know, Jared Kushner, uh, Scotty, I'm shaking my head. Uh, uh, you can't hear me shake my head. Um, someday, I hope we will have microphones that are sensitive enough so that when somebody's shaking their head and you can't see them, you can hear it squeaking, you know, yeah. back and forth. But for now, until that wonderful day. I have to say I'm shaking my head because uh, just thinking about Jared Kushner and the the, uh, the idea that he would be hoarding laughter. Well, the idea that on, the, on top of everything else, he's the most humorless uh, person, as is Trump, as all those people, they're humorless. They which is a scary thing. In addition to their other million scary things, they don't laugh. I, no one ever sees them laugh. They're not. The humor is an alien thing to them. So uh, that's why you know, we need more laughter and they don't, they wouldn't even recognize it if they heard it, you know, because they're just, uh, they don't appreciate it. So we're just coming up with solutions again, Tommy, every show, uh, what we need to uh, make people feel better and say, whether it's sweatpants or laughter. I mean, I think sweatpants and laughter really are, you know, very important. And uh, sweatpants and laughter. I think Scotty, that was a great song. Should be the name yeah. of, of a, not just one book, but yeah. a series of books. Yeah. Sweatpants, sweatpants and laughter, the wit and wisdom yes. of Scott. It does Blake. seem like I should publish it immediately. You know, we've come up with so many published ready titles. And I think this whole notion of, well, then you got to write the book. Really? Well, well that's like very that's, old way of thinking. Because people aren't going to read the book. They're just going to give the book as as a gift. Yeah. So why not just glue the pages together? Nobody's going to actually open the book. <laughs> it, they'll be very pleased that they got the book. Yeah, I know. That's and all the title about. is very plausible. Yeah. Sweatpants and laughter. And you use it for your Skype and Zoom uh, things. And people look at your book. Right so, in the background. That's all you need now is Zoom books. You don't need to read them. So that's, no. we would joke, oh, in the old days, you'd have to write it. Now, come up with the idea, print, you know, online the cover. Glue the pages together. Yeah. That's important, Scotty, because you don't want the embarrassment of opening it up and seeing no. the blank pages or the print that's just a bunch of gobbledygook. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, those little kind of ipso things that they would do for setting type 
I always, uh, I don't know why they picked Latin. There was always some Latin thing. And why not just say, this is not really type. We're just testing the. Right. Yeah. I know. I just saw, learned about that recently. Uh, but, but before we, uh, you know, uh, get too off into Latin. Yeah. Because that's a whole nother topic oh, yeah. that uh, the other podcasts are, are ignoring. Um, why are certain words still in Latin? Um, but I, I, I do want to mention, because we, before we let Jared Kushner off the hook uh, 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 once again, because uh, we did we did bring him up, Scotty, yeah. and um, we cannot bring him up without uh, mentioning that he shames Harvard everything he with everything he does. Um, he now, went there undergraduate given and, uh, tasks to procure medical equipment. Right. Yeah. And as we say, laughter is the best medicine. So obviously, you know, he has uh, made the world a, a less funny place. And Harvard is shamed by Jared Kushner. Ha- uh, and what what is Harvard going to do about it for us? That's my question. My and that's and not obviously a question we'll be able to answer on this particular podcast but going forward i think that's something that you know let's figure out scotty what can harvard do for the rest of us to make good for uh people like jared well you know we as we did there's many things that one we had discussed on a previous show is certainly for them to rescind the diploma because that's the whole notion you know that we can't say that enough too because it's always assumed well you got your diploma okay and then you're like oh he's a harvard man but no uh no longer. He used to be a Harvard man. Yeah. They took the diploma back in a service where he wears a dunce cap. Yeah. I, I do. I do think. And, and, and again, I, I think we should push for that. I don't think that should be just something we say on one show, one podcast, and then but, forget it. No, it's on. too big an issue. And it needs to be repeated just as washing your hands and social distancing. Uh, certain things. Yes, that's our new movement. Some things need to be said more than once now, whether it's eight or nine or 10 or a hundred, but no, there has to be consequences. Well, that, being, that's a conversation. Yeah, you know, yeah. How many th- times did something and, like that? This, I think, should be in the 12th. Well, we mentioned uh, the other day, Steve Mnuchin and Yale. And again, marvelous people go to all these schools as well as community college. And uh, But if you are not- but mar- Yeah, marvelous yeah. people go to Western Kentucky State University. Yeah college too absolutely so, so um and, and we don't hear from them and by the way they don't cause great huge you know numbers of death and 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 a lack of ppe they're not doing that they're just you know doing whatever they well, do yeah, because, at local level yeah i mean yes you know the supreme court and the people like henry kissinger all those people who have as you say you know war criminals generally go probably more war criminals have gone to fine schools than the schools that uh, people don't really talk well, the, about and they cause more damage. Yes. They're in, 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 in uh, uh, positions of far greater power, and they also get more money for what they do. They get paid for their bad uh, decisions. Yes. We'll discuss this more. Well, this is definitely a... Uh, oh, it's a topic for our times and beyond. And Tommy, what a perfect way to wrap up a day, because again, it's not. this is not doom and gloom. This is saying a positive thing that could come out of this, reevaluating how we look at these so-called, quote, Good schools, what does that mean? And yeah. is a school good if bad people uh, come out of there? So these and we don't think it is. No. And we're we are raising the positive thing is we're raising the prestige of obscure schools that people quote don't don't think are good, absolutely quote unquote, good. Yeah, and 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 they're actually very, very good. 
So uh, on that uh, note, on that very, very hopeful plus note, plus positive note, yes. looking out in the future of, of an educated America, uh, I continue to be Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we are getting through this.